All right, guys, this is episode three of Courageously Confident and our series of how to go from afraid AF to confident AF. Today, I have my very best friend, Rebecca Tan, with me. We're talking about the importance of community, friendship, having a badass support system. And Becca even shares part of her fitness journey with us from going bullied as a kid to now rocking her life and loving her body. guys so today we're talking about the importance of community and having a best friend and a good support system around you and why this is so important to reach your goals and stay consistent and surround yourself with really amazing people so like I mentioned I have with me today my best friend Rebecca Tan we have known each other since we were four five four kindergarten we go way way back and Becca, why don't you introduce yourself? Just say who you are, what you do now, a little bit about yourself. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rebecca. Um, I A little bit about me. I'm the oldest of eight kids. I have seven younger siblings, to which six are girls. My brother is the baby. I currently do um, business performance analyst for Rogers Communications, so that's pretty cool. Shout out to Rogers. <laughs> um, if you're in Pembroke, where we're from, they don't have Rogers, <laughs> but I mean, if you're in the city in Ottawa and that, that's where I'm from right now, and uh, they do have it. Um, like Steph said, known her for years like years. years. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's been forever. Oh, oh my god, I'm so excited that you're you're here today and talking about community and friendship because Beck and I have been through literally our entire lives together. We've been through a lot together growing up in school, you know, in high school, I went to university, you know, Becca went to college, we went to our separate ways. Rebecca right now is that type of friend where we don't live in the same city. We're not together every day, but we don't even talk every day. But when I call her, it's like nothing has changed. It's like the same conversation and I'm so blessed and happy to have her in my life. And I'm like, this is the perfect person to come on and talk about the importance of community and support in in your circle, in your life to help you and be that person to call or to go to when you need a little push, when you're, you know, talking about life. And it's so, so important to have that circle of friends and I really, I want to talk about, before we dive into, you know, the importance of, you know, people pleasing and like reaching your goals and blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about like things we've been through together. Like, you know, Becca's family dynamic and growing up, you know, we've, Becca's been through a lot as, as a kid and, and even for me, you know, anytime I have, you know, I've had really shitty friends in the past in high school like some really mean girls do really awful things to me and Becca has always been the person that is number one there for me like super loyal and it's just incredible so if you have that person hold on to them don't let them go because they're so amazing so yeah like Becca in terms of like whether it's our friendship or other friendships that you have because I know friendship is really important to you how does having a really good support system and really good friends help you in your life in general? I mean, I think that we as people have a need to feel accepted 
whether it's by family or friends or and that, that that's cultured in a sense we were children you know um you have a baby and they continually look for that attention and when they get it and you play with them the response is always happy and you kind of that culture is nurtured in you from childhood up and it's really important to have that circle of friends that's going to be passionate and be there and whenever you're excited they're going to share that emotion with you and when you're down they're going to be there to have your back if you don't have that support system um it's very hard to you know be excited for the things that you should be excited for or when you feel sad it's very easy to go in your own self and your whole and hide away and stop communication and I think that's you know where we start to create a culture of um, self-doubt and am I worth it and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff so the more positive people you surround yourself with the more you you put yourself out there and it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to wear your emotion a bit on your sleeve I mean don't go out there and, and every little thing you feel of course you're not gonna blurt it out of your mouth but showing that you're vulnerable and that you're human as well allows people to connect with you and it just be there with for each other and I think that's why in this specific example why you're my best friend is because I can run to Becca I can run to yeah. you whether I'm like holy fuck I just got engaged <laughs> or oh my god my life is over and I'm like crying like you can be open and be vulnerable and it's so important when you're going through anything in life like a fitness journey a health journey a bit like anything in life you yeah. need that person who just gets it and is there to support you through the good times and the bad times so that's our kind of life I mean yeah. we've been together we've been together for a while <laughs> let me um, say, like having a best friend doesn't mean you need to talk to the person every single day no. if we talked every day I'd be like bye this see is you never this is so huge is I don't think Becca and I could live together. No. We wouldn't have the friendship no. we have if we, I would fucking hate you. I know. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, like this crazy no, ass bitch needs to we go We can't back. do it. So no. like, yeah. that's like what you said. It doesn't mean that you need to talk to this person every day and you're constantly like texting yeah. and like, oh my God, it's just, knowing that that person is unconditionally there for you yeah. as a friend is so important. Yeah. So. I'm going to put Becca on the spot right now during this episode and let's talk about Becca's fitness journey and health journey and I'm just going to bring it up. I'm sorry, Becca. In high school, you wanted to lose weight, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Becca wanted to lose weight in high school. What, what did you do? Becca started to take weight loss pills. So essentially, she was like doing the whole quick fix thing, like I want to lose weight fast, I want to do it easy, not really sustainable. Can you talk about like why you chose that path? Maybe it was just not not having the knowledge, maybe you didn't want to work. Like what was your thought process thinking back in hindsight now that you did it? <laughs> You're like, oh my God, I can't believe oh, I God. did it. Oh God, I think that um, if we go way, way back, to elementary school it was about grade four I started like getting teased for being overweight and fat and that was just um as you grow up and kids grow up as a general thing you kind of come out of that bullying stage or, or maybe you don't but yeah. let's hope most people do um and then when you reach high school there's like here we're very small schools and then once you reach high school it's like all these small schools come to one so you begin to realize that you are not um a single person that is this size in a school there's multiple people and mm -hmm. um you you kind of want to either be comfortable where you're at or lose weight i've always wanted to lose weight um 
we didn't have social media like we do now. There was no uh, follow people on Instagram to see what they're doing and you kind of learn some stuff off of them and you are given the option to get, do a healthy choice. You read um, magazines were the big thing back in the day, like US Weekly and that. Yeah. And you'd be reading it and every second ad is about all these things that are make you lose weight, the diet teas, the this, the drink this, the take this pill. And you get a part-time job and you got money and all of a sudden you're <laughs> buying these things that are never going to work. And that's just the reality. If you're drinking a tea or you're seeing an advertisement and, oh, look at these girls or something. She's never drinking a diet tea and people are like, can you be on our diet tea commercial? <laughs> like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. Like, and that's just the reality of it. And I think that, um, that happened for a period of time and, and then I had stopped. You go to college, you gain the weight, mm -hmm. um, whatever the case is. But I was really lucky to have somebody that kind of took me under their wing and actually helped me um, learn more about food. And once I started that and I saw a little bit of weight loss and I was like, oh, wait a second, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And the more you um, realize and the more you have these goals in the gym and you're conquering these goals and you're, you're like, I was like, oh my God, I can't even squat the bar, a 45 pound bar. I can't squat it. Yeah. And then not even a year later, I'm squatting like 180 pounds. And it's like the, you see these things where you went from nothing to everything or a very big change. And you're this. like, you're, this. it just, that's one muscle, right? But you just think of all the things your the rest of your body could do, yeah. right? And obviously legs are a big muscle. You can increase that fairly quickly depending on how you train it. But it's just the fact that I knew I could do it for this one thing. And if I could do it for this one thing, then I could do it for more things. Oh my gosh. And that's kind of where it spiraled this to. This is incredible because, you know, it went from like, I'm going to drink this drink or I'm going to take this yeah. thing and then not seeing results. And then finally, you know, you found someone, you know, where yeah. you were kind of showing you, you know, maybe you could eat like this and you realized, oh yeah, like I can still eat really well. Oh, I'm losing weight. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Then, you know, Becca started going to the gym, started training, and then you it's turned from wanting to lose weight to see what you can do in the gym. Yeah. And when when you change that mindset, that's that's when you see results, but you also you're now consistent. Like I'll call Becca and you'd be like, I'm on the treadmill, like let me call you back. And I'm like, okay. Like yeah. you found consistency. You yeah. you go to the gym now as a normal thing in your life. So, you know, for the people listening, they're like, shit, like that's me. I'm looking at these yeah. quick fixes. Like we go to them because we want the results quick and we want it to happen fast. But it's not sustainable and you're going to find so much more enjoyment when you actually take the action to go to the gym and enjoy it and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm squatting the bar. Oh my gosh, I'm squatting this and and that's motivating. So maybe talk a little bit about how like you found certain people where you live now in Ottawa that had pushed you to go to the, to the gym and start to live and show you this this lifestyle and, and that sense of community and support really helped you see this and see results. Yeah. So, um, I had a friend who had really, really helped me, uh, kind of took me under my wing and, or under his wing. And we, we started going to the gym on leg days together. We would have a leg day and it'd be like Mondays and Thursdays, let's go to the gym. Yeah. And then the more effort he saw me putting in, the more it was like, okay, this is worth it because I, we weren't, we were friends. He wasn't paying me. And that, that doesn't mean that you should have friends that train you for free. It was just kind of how it happened. We went together, we worked on his schedule or my schedule. And the more we went and 
the more I did, the more time he invested in me and helping me come up. And, you know, whether you you market very well the intuitive eating and mm -hmm. I, I don't think that intuitive eating means you have no structure. It means mm -hmm. that you don't sweat the small stuff, you know, right. and it's like learning about what foods and how your body processes those foods and um, that kind of stuff. So it, it's really in having that balance and he was really able to show me and teach me that. And even if you're somebody that eats out, continually eats lunch on the go, like let's say you're grabbing Starbucks on the go or whatever foods you're grabbing on the go, I find even to this day, if I continually grab lunch on the go, mm -hmm. I'm not conscious of what I'm putting in my body. And I like do 100% notice a difference in my weight, in my energy levels and what I'm doing. If I make my food at home, I know what's in my food. I know what I'm doing. I like have so much more balance when I make my own food versus eating out all the time like it's just awesome. yeah so yeah. and then and then the other thing too is like even I don't train with this guy anymore but um because I got so used to going to the gym with him I forgot how to know, like create my own workouts I didn't know what to do I was like oh my god I had like I'm going to the gym I'm doing nothing I'm just like walking around and trying to find something to do on, on a muscle group you know and and then I had to retrain myself how to do all that and the more you show up to the gym the more the people at the gym you don't need to go with anyone but I go to the gym and everyone's like hey how are you and it's just like that yes. culture in the gym itself is created and you don't need to go with somebody but you feel like you're there with people I love that and you bring that up because I know a lot of people go to really big chain gym so it's hard to find that community but a lot of people go at the same time of day and it's like oh you see that same person and you're like after a couple of weeks you get the courage you're like hey good, good going buddy like you know but you know I know because a lot of people are afraid to go to the gym alone which is okay if you start off having someone to go with I think that created that habit for you yeah. and then it create it showed you what you can create and the results that you can create in the gym and then now you go yourself but you also don't feel like you're awkward in the gym anymore yeah, like you just feel like I'm there here yeah. I am and you have that sense of community in the gym I think a lot of people fear going to the gym because it's scary because they're alone like everyone's looking at you but like we talked about in other episodes it's really about getting over that fear and you know People might judge, people might not. We're all more judgmental of ourselves than we think other people are judging us. So it's really about just owning it and going and yeah, loving I have, it. I have something to say on that too. And I know that Eric had talked before about how, um, you know, just being there every day. Being there every day doesn't mean you need to go and, kill you know, be, yeah, day. and kill it every day. And, you know, you're talking about being nervous to go by yourself. If you're nervous to go to the, and you need to break that nervousness, go to the gym and walk on the treadmill, run yeah. on the treadmill, do a cardio machine yeah. because it matters that you showed up. And the more that you put yourself in the situation, you realize it's not as scary as you thought it was. Yeah. And people aren't staring at you and they aren't judging you. And it gives you just doing that step allows you then to maybe, you know, one day be like, maybe I'll try some weights today. And like, here's my advice. Go yeah. to the gym, walk on the treadmill and scope the gym while you're on yeah. the treadmill. I do it every so you're day. like, okay, so this machine looks really easy. Yeah. Next time I'm going to go to this machine, you know, yeah. I you'll notice that. like a gym has like a setup, usually a 20 or 30 minute circuit setup. Yeah. And even if one day you're like, I'm just going to go from machine to machine and try them. And if you don't know how to use something and someone's like, Hey, ask someone, at the gym that works there and say, you know, can you show me how to use this? And they're not going to be like, 
So you have to sign up for personal training for that. <laughs> They're going to be like, yeah, sure. We'd rather you know how to use it. But, and I'm not saying go every single time and use those machines. But if you're looking to break out of that fear place where you're scared to go, it's a great way to kind of start and learn what you, how much you can lift. You know, you're embarrassed. Like sometimes I even have it where I'm like, I'm going to try this way. And I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, that's not happening. Oh and God. everyone has seen this because I'm like, I'm friendly with all these Whatever. people. And I'm like, okay, I'll just take and that weight off, what? you know? I, I, while we're on this right now, because Becca is so fucking confident. Yeah. Becca is confident in who she is in, in her body. I know like you've struggled before with weight loss or ex- trying to accept your body, but you're so confident in, oh, whoops, I made a fool out of myself today. I tripped walking down the street. Like, and then you're so good at laughing like those things off. Can you talk about that? Because I know so many women struggle with confidence and just like being afraid to make a mistake, being afraid to do something. Can you talk like, where did this come from? Did you learn it? Is it in your personality? Do you just practice it? Like, what oh, is God. it? Cause um, everyone wants and can probably feel your confidence. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I wish You're I could, like, yeah, I, I, I wish I could say it was a specific thing. Um, and if I could maybe pinpoint it to something, going back to being bullied as a child, I think I just grew up and eventually didn't fucking care whether you liked me or not. I'm not everyone's cup of tea, you know, and that's just what it is. I'd rather be your shot of whiskey anyway. So (laughs) screw everyone, you know, like this is perfect because I really wanted to talk about, you know, when you're younger, you have like a million friends. And as you grow up, you kind of go in your own lane and you have less friends, quality over quantity. Like, man, Uh, when we were growing up, it was like partying every weekend. And I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Why am I hanging out with them? Like right now I'm all about having quality people in my life that are, that support me, but also I support them. And they're really, you know, badass people that I look up to. So, you know, having a small circle or whatever circle that's just of quality people is a lot more important than having a shit ton of people just for no reason, you know, because we both kind of grew up with having this mass group of people that we would just party with. But then I, at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't even like you. <laughs> like, yeah. why are we friends? And like, I'd be like, does anybody know this person in my house? It's like, and to be honest with you, like we had a house, a, a big town, like old farmhouse. And every weekend we were having people over and eventually it just got to the point where like, I don't even know half of these pe- people just show up and they're in your home and it's like eventually you just get to the point where you're like okay so we need priorities so back to break this down in everything in life quality over quantity and I think we learn that as we grow up and just become more of ourselves that we want quality people in our lives and just a quality life yeah amazing so I have some people who ask some really good questions that I want to bring up that has to do with community with people um, both fitness and non-related so Amber asks how can you or do you encourage people who just don't understand like the fitness mentality but are bad talking themselves or their weight? For example, right now she says she has friends that are doing different diets and exercise regimens, but they even say, I know it's not healthy, but so what do you do to be supportive but educating at the same time? So maybe like how in high school you were like doing the whole quick fix thing, Um, like what advice would you have given yourself in hindsight or what advice now would you give someone say a coworker who is like doing a skinny tea thing or whatever? How could you be supportive yet educating at the same time? I mean, 
it won't work. <laughs> and that's what I just want to like slap someone and be like, you're literally blowing your money on nothing. Like, and that's just the reality of it. Like, but to look at somebody and say that it won't work is not um, feasible. I mean, they're, they're going to believe what they want, but I think it's more about understanding where they're coming from mm -hmm. and trying to say, you know, even if, if I'm like, what are you trying to do? Why do you think this is going to work? You think this is going to work because they're saying it's going to raise your metabolism. Well, let me tell you, we can go to the gym and that'll happen too. And I have friends that I will be like, I will go to the gym with you and I will show you a workout that I do. And I'm not going to make it dial down for you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you what I do. And you can decide for yourself if you want to put the effort to grow into that. Mm -hmm. And whenever you start to reach out to those people and extend a hand, they start to realize that, you know, if they do these things and they do go to the gym and put the time in, then it's going to work. And exactly. I'm kind of like, Everyone I work with, my coworkers, my friends, they've seen me transition and go from here to here. They know it works. It's just the time and effort that they need to put in. Don't bother with all the skinny drinks and all. Yeah. It's just you're wasting it's your like, money. It's like you've been through it, so you know how it feels, and you're like, yeah. I've literally done this. Please don't do it. Yeah, like, And sometimes people, honestly, sometimes you want to help them and tell them, but people – really won't listen until they're ready to listen. Like they need to learn on their own. So sometimes it's hard, especially like you're a giver, you want to help them, you want to show them. Sometimes you can't. People aren't ready for the advice until they're ready to hear it and, and that's okay. It's just like, it's even like for someone that says, you know, I'm eating healthy, I'm eating a salad every day, every, every meal, whatever the case is, is I'm going to eat this salad. But you fail to realize that vegetables are water pretty much. Yeah. So you're putting a little bit of calories and water into you and then expecting to sustain your energy all day and then maybe go to the gym and work out. Mm -hmm. The amount of effort you can put in when you've eaten salads all day at the gym is nothing compared to you have whole meals with chickens and your carbs and your, your vegetables and, and then go to the gym. You're going to see a hell of a lot of difference mm -hmm. in the amount that you can accomplish in that workout than by eating a salad every day because it's low calorie. Yeah. It's, it's not helping you. You're just consuming water and a little bit of calories. I think the best thing as a friend is to share your own experience yeah. and, and, and share that with them and show them like, man, I, that didn't work for me. And here I am now. I found something more sustainable that works. Yeah. We have one more question um, that had to do with friendship or not so much friendship, but people pleasing. So this was from Ashley P., how to be okay with people not agreeing with me that are close to me, friends, boyfriend, etc. So how to cope with people not liking me. She's saying that she's a caregiver and a people pleaser and I struggle with this. I'm always trying to make everyone happy all the time and I take it really personally when I, when I can't. So basically how to deal with wanting to please everyone and help everyone and, and you know, how, how the fuck to do that. And it's like, for me, I'm a people pleaser. I want everyone to like me or love me and like whatever. But at the end of the day, it's just not realistic. Like we are who we are. We can only be so much and we can only give so much. And we, I say we, cause I'm very like emotional. I take things to heart. So if someone doesn't agree or doesn't take it, I feel like sad and offended. You can't attach that much emotion, I guess, with it. You can only do what you can do and not live your life trying to please everyone else. Please yourself. Please the people around you. And I think that's... How much energy do you want to waste on something that isn't going to matter in five minutes 
right. five hours, five days, five months, five years. Be real with yourself. In five days, is this argument we're having going to matter or are we going to move on with our lives? Right. If it's not going to matter, don't we, waste the energy on hating yourself because you couldn't make somebody happy. We spend so much time focusing on everyone else. Yeah. And, we, and like you said, we can put all this energy into ourselves and the right people are going to come into our circle and the right people are going to leave our circle, yeah. which is a blessing as yeah. well. So, you know, stop worrying so much about other people. Stop worrying. And the biggest thing about this episode is, you know, having a really good friendship with people that matter and you know there's going to be people that you don't vibe with and that's okay and surround yourself with people who are amazing that you love that uplift you and it's the best feeling in the world so if you feel like you can't be yourself around somebody dip like hard dip like if I can't be me around you I'm out like I don't have time to change my life to to be friends with you to fit in your uh stigmatism of what a friend should be like it's bye I think that fucking concludes (laughs) it um wow I am so happy that you're on this episode just talking about friendship talking about community talking about like love and everything and I thank you for sharing you know the mistakes you made in the past with fitness but here she is Becca is so fucking confident she's amazing she is I just, I can't express in words how much I love her. So I hope you guys enjoyed this and all the love to Becca.